Welcome to Business Masters, the podcast that gives you direct access to world-leading experts on key business issues. To be the first to know about future shows and to access even more exclusive content, visit businessblueprint.com and subscribe today. Hello, it's Dale Beaumont here, founder of Business Blueprint, and welcome to another Business Masters podcast. Today, I'm talking with entrepreneur and video expert, Tyrone Shum, and our agenda today is how to get $100,000 worth of video advertising free. Thanks, Tyrone, for joining us. You're welcome, Dale. Pleasure to be on. All right. Let's first of all start by talking about video and why is it now more important than ever for business owners to be embracing video? Good, good question. <laughs> as, as YouTube is getting larger and larger and also Google who owns YouTube, knowing that YouTube is one is the second largest search engine in the world, it is becoming now more and more important to get videos for your business created for your business. And a lot of people find that you connect a lot better with video because people can actually see, feel and listen to what you currently do in your business. So that's a really, really good medium to portray. And it still is something that is still early stages, part of what most businesses don't really know much about. And if you can get in early, which is a time right now, then you can ride that trend upwards. So it's definitely a very, very powerful thing for businesses looking to get into video right now. Because mm. a lot of people may not realize that. The number one search engine everybody knows is Google. So if someone has a problem, they've got an issue, they've got a challenge, they want to learn something, um, they want to do some research for a product, they're either going to go straight to Google, which is the number one, but number two before Yahoo and Bing and any of the others is actually YouTube. So if they don't go to Google, they go straight to YouTube and they'll type in um, you know, best digital SLR camera or how to cure or back pain, pain or rent their <laughs> home or whatever they're doing, yes. putting that into YouTube because some people don't want to go through you know hundreds of pages of, of text and articles. People just prefer to sit back, relax, and watch their own like custom made TV so they can get the information that they want specific for them from all over the world. Um, so it, yeah, it is huge, and I believe <laughs> there's over a billion YouTube videos that are watched every day. So, absolutely, uh, yeah, absolutely it's spot on. huge. And, uh, and you've also had great success as well in not just having content on the web as well, but using it to actually sell uh, products and services, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, we've been very, very successful in that. And we've helped numerous clients in medium-sized to corporate businesses create videos which have been to help them generate over $100,000 in advertising and also sales as well for them. So it, it's a powerful medium to use and it, it is a, a very good tool as part of your marketing strategy to definitely use. Like if you have a look at say most people who are searching for how-to products or just general information, people tend to just go into YouTube and just search like how to set up this. Like the other day I was doing it actually myself. I was trying to figure out how do I connect like a HDMI cable to my Canon so I could plug it into the TV and all I did was just type that in and straight away as soon as I saw that, I watched the video and I found out oh, I've just got to buy this cable. Now immediately just watching on how to set that up, it got me triggered to go and buy or purchase that particular product. And that's exactly what YouTube has been designed to do and people are needing to tap into that market right now because it is just a huge, huge potential for that. Because mm, things have changed a lot in the past, you know, even five years or mm. 10 years because once video was very expensive to produce, like tens of thousands of dollars and also it was expensive to take that video and to put it somewhere where lots of people could see it because the only place you could really do it was television and we know how expensive television mm. advertising is. So in the last you know, five to 10 years, the cost of production is now a few hundred dollars, not a few hundred thousand. And also, it's basically free to get that 
out and have it shown to literally millions of people um, around the world. And not to mention the explosion of smartphones, which are all basically like a television in people's pockets these days because there's no buttons, mm-hmm. just one big screen. And also the latest trend is now people are going and buying new televisions that have the internet and in, in this case, YouTube built into their television. So they could just, you know, open up an app on their TV, type in, you know, what they're looking for and have it been literally projected to them from the comfort of their own home in their yeah. chair with a beer in their hand and some hot chips. Exactly. And also thanks to, to Apple as well, they invented the iPad or that actually the tablet idea has been around, but it actually brought it to the masses with the iPad. And people are now just, as you said, using mobile devices like the iPhone and the iPad watching videos all day long. And it's just a powerful medium to be able to get your message out there. And as you said, five years ago, technology was very expensive to purchase. Like equipment nowadays have come down so much that it becomes so affordable to create some high quality videos with reasonably like priced equipment. Like you could pick up a DSLR camera for under $1,000 now. Back then, it was unheard of. You'd have to spend two or three grand just to be able to buy that high quality piece of equipment. And you can produce movie-like film production quality videos with that kind of equipment. And people won't even know the difference. You could be spending $10,000 on a piece of video camera, whereas you could also get the same quality spending maybe under $1,000 for a DSLR camera. You know, you really don't notice the difference unless you actually saw <laughs> like zoomed into every single pixel. So the quality now has just become absolutely phenomenally so good that when you watch YouTube videos, it's just so professional and yeah, it's amazing the quality of equipment as you mentioned five years ago has changed so much to what it is today. Yeah, well, we'll talk about uh, mics and cameras and lights and all the kind of gadgets that you, you need in just a sec. But I think before we go any further, when I talk to people about video, you know, the next kind of roadblock in their mind is what do I actually talk about well you know what what should I actually say in my videos so what's your answer to that question it's really interesting because every industry can be different but the thing is is that we'll keep it on a general basis where if you're looking to produce say videos for YouTube or to put it onto your website what people are now looking for is a content-based video And what I mean by content is information that's going to help them decide whether or not your product or your service is going to be beneficial to them. It doesn't have to be a sales pitch like you know how you're seeing advertisements on TV where they're promoting the video and saying you've got to get this and the reason why and all that. It doesn't have to be like that. You can actually do take a product. Maybe let's just have a look at a camera for example. The reason why people want to buy a camera is because one, they probably want to take beautiful photos and they want to keep those memories and store those memories forever. By buying a camera and talking about it, like the reasons why it's a good camera, the benefits it has them and talking about that inside a video, you don't necessarily have to sell them the reasons why that's a good camera. You're just talking about it and most, more than likely, people is actively or actively looking for a camera. They'll watch that video and go, oh, I actually like it because they've shown me what the quality is like, they've shown me what it can do and how easy it could be to use. And if you just show those three things, you don't really need to say, oh, you need to buy this camera right now. You just basically show them. Mm-hmm. And people are looking for that kind of information. As we've just talked about, people are searching on YouTube for how-to stuff. And like I did the other day, I went and searched for how to be able to link up my camera to the TV and it didn't even sell me on a cable but it got me to go and buy a cable because it was great information. Yeah. So it's the same principle that you can apply. So to answer that question, what do you create or put inside a video? Information that's going to be valuable for your viewers and also for your audience or even the potential market that's going to be buying your product or your service. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, everybody is in the information business, meaning that customers need 
information in order to decide why they're going to choose you as opposed to the scores of other kind of businesses out there that do a similar thing. Because some people go, oh, but I'm not in the information business. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you're selling like a, say you're selling backyard uh, spas or jacuzzis. People are still going to know, well, you know, what, what what one's right for me and uh, how much is it going to cost and, you know, what what about if I live in a hot weather climate or cold weather climate, how many people can fit in, what about uh, with regards to kids and drowning. So uh, everybody at the end of the day is in the information business. We all communicate information to then influence buying behavior. And so I, that's where I tell people to start. I say create videos about the things that people are asking you about all day, every day, which is the frequently asked question. So if you wrote down what are the 10 most questions, 10 biggest questions that I get asked and just you know put a camera in front of you and just give your answers to those questions. It should be easy for you to do because you talk about this stuff all, all the, the time. time. So Absolutely. You don't worry about you know, scripting it or anything like that. You just you know, stick the camera and, and go for it. Any other thoughts when it, when it comes to you know, what to create videos about? Yeah. Actually, there's, there's a good point. I, know, I was interviewed yesterday as well asking me about this question and the frequently asked questions is a perfect example like you've just stated there. If you get asked those questions over and over again, you should actually create that into a video which basically works for you rather than you have to repeat yourself over and over again. You create those videos once, post it up there and if anyone asks you that question, you just send them straight to that video. What's also really powerful as well, if you're not sure about the content and you're struggling to create content, then ask your customers. We found that to be a very powerful way is to ask your customers to provide a testimonial or provide the reason why they like working with you and what they've been in for out of your service. And that has been a very powerful video to be able to create because when you give that to someone else and they hear about, oh, this person's done this for my business or this is done for my product and the service, it really conveys to them what the benefits are to them. Rather than hearing it from yourself, you're actually hearing it from a, a, a successful client who's been working with you. And those are what we call testimonial type of videos and they are still considered as content type of videos as well. Fantastic. So that's great. You don't even have to do them yourself. You could get your staff to do them. You can get your customers to do them. You could be doing interviews with, say, suppliers um, in your industry. So exactly. Um, it's great yeah. Giving people so many more options. Let's talk about the next major roadblock, and then we'll move on to you know going into some of the how-to stuff because people then say how do I, like I'm fearful about um, public speaking or, you know, I don't know, when I stand in front of a camera, I freeze up. <laughs> Have you, were you always a confident presenter? Uh, and if not, how, how did you, you know, how did you get to where you are today, which is, you know, you've now produced literally hundreds, maybe even thousands of videos. Um, you know, were you always a gifted presenter? Oh, well, the answer to that is no. <laughs> I've always been shy in front of a camera. And, and to say that, actually, we have close to about a million views on our channel, all our channels, and also over 10,000 sub- subscribers. Okay, so wait for- a sec. One million views that you've had, all Almost. completely for free, yeah. haven't had to pay a cent in advertising. There's a million okay. views. That, just trying to do the math in my head about what it would have cost you in the traditional sense to have a million people watch your videos on television. That's amazing. And over 10,000 subscribers, that means that anytime you put a new video up, 10,000 people get notified that you've got a new video. So, it's like instant traffic coming to your website. Instant traffic and that's the beauty of YouTube because as you realize, it's a free platform that you can upload videos on there and capture that kind of audience as long as you're creating good content for them to watch and that's that's amazing to do that. So, to to come back to that question, for me to get that kind of exposure, I've never been, personally, never been a 
comfortable in front of a camera when I first started. I was always stuttering. I didn't know what to say. And it just came with practice. Personally, I'm a very quiet type of person. I like to keep to myself. I'm not really much of an outgoing. And this would be contradicting to what Dal knows me as. So <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm kind of more of a, a quiet type of personality. And when you get to meet me, I'm just you know an ordinary person. So I think the thing is, is that I've practiced a lot. I've had a lot of experience and that's the reason why I've done so much on camera. And after a while, you, you get so comfortable that you talk to the camera as though it's your best friend. So you want to come across that way and that's how you can engage with your audience who are going to be watching your videos potentially in the future. So if you can do it, anyone can. Exactly. <laughs> and the great thing I love about it is if you make a mistake, you know, if it's just an um or an ah, just, you know, keep going. Who cares? Yep. People don't really, you know, that, that detailed stuff. People really care about, your, you know, your content, not necessarily how eloquent you are. But if you make a big mistake, you just push pause, you know, or re-record and you just do it again. Who cares? Yep. And or if, if, you're, if you're able to do this and you, you're comfortable doing this, you can even keep the blueprint and use it to your advantage. And <laughs> I've, I've had that in a lot of our videos. I make a lot of bloopers and people see that and you put it at the end as a, as a, a reel just like just to add as an outtake or you can even use it as a pattern interrupt which goes at the front of your video as an introduction and if you've gone back to some of the videos I do on my channel, I've done a lot of bloopers and we just go, oh, why not just use it. So you can use it to your advantage. I'll mention it again at the end but I'll just briefly say it right now if people are listening to this on their computer and want to see some of your videos while they're listening to the rest of this podcast, <laughs> the website is 5minutevideomarketing.com. That's the website or otherwise you can just go to YouTube, right? Go to youtube.com forward slash 5minutevideomarketing. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. I'll give you the short key so that way you don't have to type such a long name. It's just fmvm.co forward slash YouTube. And that's the shorthand to go straight to the YouTube channel. Awesome. Okay, let's talk about gears and and and, um, and gadget. Um, what what? Um, and I know we could talk about this for, for half an hour, so we're going to have to be really really short. I could go on all got, day long too. <laughs> I know you've got videos about this as well. So yes. let's just very quickly. What do we need in the way of a camera? Uh, do we actually need to have a, a, a microphone? And uh, and what about lights as well? Let's start with those three three things. And just if you can quickly rattle off, and these will obviously change over time. But in, in a general sense, what should we be looking for? Sure. Well, a lot of people ask me what kind of cameras do I use. Well, if you're on a budget and you, you know you want you're just starting out right now, most people actually have a smartphone. So I'd recommend using a smartphone, whether it be an iPhone, you could use that, or you could use a Samsung Galaxy. That's also quite a good phone, or any of the other Androids, as long as it's got a video camera option available. That's for people who are on a budget. If you're a little bit more advanced and you've got a bit more money to invest into high quality video production, then go for like a Canon. A Canon 60D is what we currently use or either the Canon 650D. So those two options are great. Either one of those are good cameras to use. Now, in terms of sound, I'd highly, highly recommend. That's probably the one of the top two things that I recommend is important for creating some really good videos. Sound-wise, make sure whenever you're looking at recording or getting a camera, make sure it has an external microphone and you can purchase either a lapel mic which is a wired mic that can plug straight into your camera or you can buy a wireless option which we also use as well and something like that would be like a Sennheiser EW. EWG, EW100, I think it is, G3. I haven't forgotten the, the thing, but it's a Sennheiser. 
And yeah. I'll make sure that, you know, if we're on this podcast, we'll put in the show notes for you to go and have a look at the specific details or the specs of it. Okay. And, and I, I bought one of those Hellwikes, which was just a cord, and that cost me like $35. So they're cheap as with the wireless option. If you're like one of my clients is a tennis coach and he's doing currently videos to train his staff and obviously mm. can't be attached with a, like, with a cord. So he's gone with the, the wireless option that you've mentioned, the Sennheiser. I think that's about, you know, three or four hundred bucks, something like that. But it actually goes up to about $700 these ones. So yeah. it does, yeah. <laughs> you can get really good ones, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, it does make a massive difference. And, you know, having now listened to a lot of videos myself, I can hear in the first three or four seconds whether they've got a, a good microphone or not. And it does uh, affect the, uh, how professional the videos are. What about lights? Do we need lights or, or are they kind of a bit of overkill? No, definitely. Like if you're indoors, you can easily get lights to control it. and we just recommend probably having at least two soft boxes just to light up your face because not every indoor place has the right lighting. Now, if you're outdoors, you don't probably need lights necessarily. You can probably be very smart and just have make sure that when you're filming, you have the sun behind the camera but you don't want to be facing the sun directly but just have some natural light there and it looks good. We, we do a lot of filming outdoors so that's why we don't even need lights outdoors but if you're indoors and you're filming some production there, definitely recommend to get at least two soft boxes which you can pick up locally around here for about 200 bucks or so, just under 200 bucks and it'll give you that really nice quality sharp look on your face because the, the last thing you want is to have a dark face where you can't be seen or your object is just dull and, and so forth. So make sure you have some lighting and that's probably one of the top two key things amongst your camera equipment gear that you need to get. Okay. And with regards to the filming and then let's talk, kind of roll into the post-production, which is then the video editing, do you mm. recommend doing it yourself or do you recommend kind of working with a professional, someone use all their gear, they set it up for you, they do all the editing? I suppose it does come down to a bit of a, a cost factor as well and about how yes. often you're going to be doing these things. But just what, what is your take on Personally, if you you do have the time and you are just starting out, then yeah, go for it. Do it yourself. But if you're looking to do it professionally and you want to have good quality marketing material because remember at the end of the day, this is your branding. This is your video that's going to go out there for your business. You want to make sure that you do get someone professionally to edit for you. And plus, it saves you time because you can focus on the things that are generating you revenue and sales rather than focusing on editing because editing itself is a long process and it's not something that just happens. Like, for a five-minute video, it would probably take us at least two days or so for our editors to get some really good quality production done. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to keep that in mind. So if you know brand is important to you, you might want to look at outsourcing it to a professional. You can learn to, to, to do it yourself if you want to, but as a business owner, you've probably got better things to do with your time. Or I was just uh, was talking to one of my clients a couple of days ago. They've now got their 11-year-old son editing <laughs> all of their videos. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. He's got two screens. He's got the whole thing kind of going on. He can barely kind of they have had to you know, obviously jack up the chair so he can do it. But he, <laughs> it's his favorite thing to do after school. He gets home and parents pay him $5 an hour. It's basically how he earns his uh, pocket money and he loves using he loves using a premiere pro and he's just uh, doing a great job of doing all the editing wow i gotta get this guy then <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good rate right there let's go on to the next question the question is how do you kind of come across well on the camera because you hear some people they sound very stiff they sound very rehearsed almost like the kind of a you know a robot then you got other people that come across really warm relaxed and friendly and instantly you kind of develop a connection with them how do you come across you know being being natural um i'm guessing you you know you you just got to be yourself really but can you what are your thoughts 
Yeah, well, the first thing I used to do was when I was looking at a camera, as I said, I was a bit shy, you know, what to say and I was always hesitant to try and get in front of the camera. And for me, I always procrastinated when I did. But what I found was if you just thought that the camera was like your best friend or you're talking just to an mate, then it makes it a lot easier. So when you're looking at it, you just pretend to have a picture or imagine a picture of them that you're talking to and it's like I'm having a conversation with you right now, Dale and I'm just thinking, you know, we're mates and we're just going to have a chat and I explain it in that way because then it relaxes people to think, oh, you know, the camera's not that bad. I'm just talking to someone else that I know and when you're in that kind of mindset, it makes it easier and you feel a lot more natural and comfortable and it's okay if you if you stumble, if you talk a lot and so forth but the more you practice doing that, the more comfortable you get and it's like most things in life, the more practice you get it like driving, if you get more more driving experience, you become really comfortable at driving and it's the same thing with cameras. Okay. One other tip just to also give as well is don't, don't like if you're firstly starting out, I would recommend to probably even have a person st- sitting next to the camera with you so that way you can start to get that practice with someone else and I found that when we do that, it, it loosens you up and you feel a lot more natural as well. So if you can, ideally have someone else just to start off with uh, next to the camera and then talk to them. Okay. At the beginning, we spoke about the title for this, how to get $100,000 worth of video advertising free. Uh, you mentioned some numbers in the fact that you've had over 1 million views on your YouTube channel, which is just extraordinary, 10,000 subscribers that you have. Can you say that you've you know, made over $100,000 as a result of you know, getting that exposure? And I'm guessing you've got other clients that have done the same as well. I just want to make sure that we just, you know, we, we're, we're true to that promise that we made because this is not just a, you know, a fancy headline. This is actually real and, 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 you know, you've done it and other people are doing this type of stuff every day. Yeah. So, just to clarify, I've had close to a million views across all our YouTube channels and also over 10,000 subscribers subscribe to our channels. In terms of making $100,000 sales, we've done that successfully for one of our clients just on their one video. We created them a sales conversion video that went onto their website and within that year that we tracked it, it made over $100,000 in sales. So, it's very, very possible to be able to do these things just by using the techniques that we, we discussed about and talked about in this podcast. And the thing I love about them, it's kind of a little bit like what I call set and forget marketing. There's a long tail uh, aspect because I know I've, I put videos, one of the videos that I've put up myself, this is back in 2007, has had over 130,000 views. and That's fantastic. Like, yeah, it's, it's called How to Write a Book and it's on uh, YouTube. And uh, every day I still get views and I still get traffic to my website and I literally haven't touched that video in, you know, eight or nine years and it's still producing me with, uh, with, with traffic and also revenue as well. So even if you don't make $100,000 in the first year, you know, it, it, it is going to happen um, over an extended period of time. Yes, that's right and that's the beautiful thing. If you do this consistently and you, you spend good quality time on creating good videos for YouTube, the long-term benefits are substantial and that's the beautiful thing. Once you hit a certain mark on YouTube, YouTube just rewards you by sending you more and more views and, and ranking up your videos much higher. Okay, let's start to, we're going to start to wrap up soon, but before we do this so we can kind of close the loop, you know, we've recorded the video, we've spoken a little bit about um, you know, editing either with uh, iMovie or with um, Windows Movie Maker, Premiere Pro, Pinnacle Studio, there's lots of different editing programs, so either do it yourself, learn one of those or find someone else that can, that can do that for you, uh, top and tail it, there's lots of different things you can do, get the sound right, have some titles going in there, we're not going to talk about that now, but let's just imagine you've finished the video, you've then uh, exported it or rendered it. What do you do with the video? I've mentioned just putting it on YouTube um, but what do you do with these videos? That's the next question. 
Okay. Well, the first thing is just make sure that most of the videos that you put on YouTube are at least under five minutes. The longer they are, the less chance that you might have people watching them for the long term. Uh, the first thing I'd usually do is once you've exported this video, is rename the video itself, rename the file name itself to the keywords that you want to upload. So in your instance, like how to write a book would be something like that I'll put on for your video once you've exported out. It'd be like how-to-write-book.mov or whatever file it's going to be called. Make sure you put that in the file name because YouTube actually looks at it and also helps you index that file as well inside YouTube. Once you've done that, upload it into your YouTube channel and then once you've added that, then make sure you title it correctly. So you make sure you put in the titles like how to write a book and then inside your description, make sure you put in your website first and then write a, a description of probably between 300 to 450 words detailing what's inside that. And even if you don't want to write a description, you can get someone to transcribe what's in your video and then copy and paste that into that description area. And then finally, make sure you tag it well as well. So if it's relating to book publishing, you want to put the keywords like book publishing in there and so forth. Now, one last thing I just want to add with some of the YouTube channels that's available, especially if you've signed up to the YouTube Partner Program, you can also upload a customized thumbnail for each video now. So I highly recommend just spend a little bit of time to create a really good, appealing, attractive thumbnail that will be clicked on because it helps you increase the amount of clicks that come through for the people to watch your videos. And that's probably the last most important point I'd recommend. You've given some great answers. We really appreciate your time. Tyrone, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks, Dale. For more information about Tyrone Shum, please visit 5minutevideomarketing.com. Thanks for listening to another Business Masters podcast. To access more great content or to download your free business plan template, visit businessblueprint.com.